Hi, I'm Shuhada Alauddin, a lawyer turned business energy coach, and this is the Must Yourself Revamp Your Life podcast, where you get to join me as I sit down and talk to inspiring personalities, sharing on what they have mastered to become who they are today. Or sometimes you'll also hear me flying solo, sharing my experience and expertise. Either way, you are sure to get inspiring and valuable information so that you too can master yourself and revamp your life. So today I have with me here, Hannah Halim. Now, um, let me just give you a brief introduction about Hannah Halim. She is a food truck entrepreneur. And not only that, in addition to this, she's also a food truckpreneur coach and trainer and Institute Kamahira Negara or uh, INSCAN in short. She's also a food truck trainer at INSCAN, right? So I would like to everyone, I know virtually, give a warm welcome to Hannah Halim. So Hannah, Thank you for being here today. Hi, thank you for having me. Right. How, okay, I know it's been a while since we last actually sat down and had a proper chit chat. How have you been? So many things has happened since then. <laughs> I can't remember which year was it. I think 2015, right? Or yeah. 14. We were yeah, but we met, we met briefly uh, sometime last year though. Sometime last year, yeah, but in was, a different business setting. Yeah, definitely. Not quite food truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So food truck, I mean, for me, even before I met you um, the first time, uh, I was doing food truck, like, not as serious, but it has gotten to be quite serious after that. Um, mm-hmm. There were quite uh, several events happen. Um, the Sea Games, I was involved in that, and then we launched a food truck trainer program, which was uh, actually officiated by then the SME Corp CEO, uh, Dato Afsa. Right. So right. she officiated our program, that was great at Datara Merdeka. Um, and so many things has happened since then. So, yes, and the food truck industry is blooming and and growing and it has made headlines and right. even like even yesterday the food truck industry was like being called out and summoned by the Menteri um, Kementerian Mulia Persekutuan just okay. to discuss about the Bazaar Ramadan that's happening so that's like right. so we're actively involved with everything that's happening in the market and right. Um, right. it's been an interesting journey so far ah that's it's a lot going on it sounds it's like it's a have a lot going on but could it's you could you share with us what sort of food truck business you're in, you personally? Okay. My personal truck, um, I actually have three. So one of them is not moving because we don't have enough people to move. Um, uh, okay. Is that so because of the MCO? Is it because of the MCO? No, even or? before that, it was the manpower, finding somebody who is, um, we trust and somebody who is right. interested to run this. So that okay. was one challenge. But the other truck is called Ohana. Uh, Ohana sells fruit juices and uh, honey sea coconut drink and okay. mango shakes and coconut shakes um right. ohana means family if you yeah. guys don't yeah. know <laughs> so it was named after the fact that my kids are all food truck enthusiasts every ah. weekend they want to go to the food truck park so everything uh, even to the point when i say uh, okay we're gonna go to putrajaya what putrajaya so, <laughs> i swear i'm gonna call my next food truck park it's gonna be called food truck jaya, jaya. <laughs> it was so cute um but yeah, the food truck um, has been like part of my family when the kids want to go and sell things on the food truck. So uh, it's been a family affair. So that's why I called it Ohana. Right, um, right. Um, I used to sell like really 
junk food not suitable for kids and I stopped because I start, started selling oden and ramen and ah, okay. um, really not great food. <laughs> but it was the food that kids like, right? Hot dogs. Right, right. Um, and the other truck is actually my, the interesting program that I have is called Food Truck Printer. That program allows um, people to join the truck as an, um, as an either an intern Mm-hmm. or an apprentice so it's like an internship apprenticeship slash incubator food truck ah, okay. so that's the, the particular truck i'm focusing on right now okay so basically you have a food truck where you actually run it um like you know like you're, you're selling things but then there's yes. this other one where you sort of like let it uh, what, rent it out to i rent it out to other food truck who are what, interested, interested? yes mm. Okay, and um, okay. because th- there are too many failures in the business in this, in this business, you either come out and then, and the failure is not small, you know, it's like you have mm. to fork out at least 30, 40, 50,000. Yeah, I can imagine. And some, people, yeah. and some people actually went out and bought a new truck for 100 plus. So that, that's actually my truck is secondhand. I actually bought it off somebody who did that, who bought the truck, like a brand new truck right. and then discovered it was not working, um, working out. Yeah. It's not working out for them. So I bought that over from them and I started thinking, you know, maybe this can be a good program for people to start with. Like you just, you just join this program. We'll monitor you for the first three months and then the right. next three months you're on your own. And then right. at the end of the six months, sorry, I'm going to say bye to you because, <laughs> you know, I need to get the truck out to somebody else. But hopefully within that six months, you've gathered enough, um, uh, cash flow and enough, um, enough. What to say? Coming resources, in, resources and money coming in, so mm-hmm. that you are bankable. So the biggest problem is people want to buy a truck. They don't have. You can either choose buying secondhand or right. buying uh, brand new. New, yeah. Brand new, you need to have an income. And most of the people coming out um, to yeah, buy yeah. a food truck don't necessarily have a stable income. They're usually just like. You know, you know, just starting out, just like another startup, right? Yes, it's yeah. a startup. So you have yeah. your income. So we're giving you the six months as an opportunity to build up your bank statement, to build up your ah, PNL, okay. all your banking, all your details that you need to submit to the bank, right? So that you become bankable for them, right? To loan you a loan, personal loan, whatever loans that you may need. Yeah, so right. that was my um, intention when we started that program together so, with my husband, actually. Yeah. So this is the the food truck business that you're focusing more on currently? I am focusing more on currently and uh, my husband handles the day-to-day operations for the other truck. Okay. Um, Because it's it's, it's difficult to be involved in both operations. Uh, I can Um, imagine that, yeah. yeah, A lot of of things for you to to look at, to consider and like you said, you're a mom. How how many kids do you have, Hannah? I have four boys. Four boys and you know, on top of that, you're managing your, your business with your, fa- uh, with your husband. So yes. it's actually a family affair, like you're saying, uh, Ohana. It is a family affair. It is an Ohana. I should just name the whole business as Ohana. Ohana, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Ohana Holdings. <laughs> Ohana Holdings. That's an idea. Maybe one day. Inshallah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. So, okay, Hana, right? Um, so then you're the best person, I think, to uh, give some insights. Like currently, mm. you know, like, not just in Malaysia, anywhere else in the world, we're basically, well, here we call it movement control order. Other parts mm. of the world, they call it having shutdown or lockdown, right? Mm. So how does this uh, MCO um, affect the food truck business? 
okay it's quite a big effect um mm. number one um number one the main the main problem is the uncertainty okay. if you re um i don't know if anyone would remember probably not because it's not in, like it's not directly hitting you okay but when the first order came out like only necessities are allowed to yeah, um, yeah. operate and they, right? and they included like restaurants right and they food. included restaurants so the food truckers were like uh, yeah they was like oh we're in fmb so we should be okay yeah we should be safe we should be able to uh run operate. our truck yeah. operate yeah and then the next two days i think after two days of that announcement came right. out oh food truckers are not allowed Oh, operate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But not a lot of people knew about this. Um, I, I knew about like uh, those, um, like garage or, or, or what do you call it stalls who own stalls or hawkers. They were not allowed. But I didn't. Mm. I didn't realize it also uh, affected food. Truck. It was yeah. It's definitely affected food truck. But, but why? Why is that? It. Because are they considered as uh, like a like a hawker stall or? Yeah, that's the thing because they're still street uh, sellers, and right. because they're parked on the street, they don't mm -hmm. want crowds to come out to see you. Right. Yeah. So I'm not sure the rationale behind um, this because at the end of the day, if you go to a restaurant, you still have to wait, right? So yeah. I, yeah. I, I still don't understand the rationale behind this, but I get, I get where they're coming from because food trucks don't really operate on a single basis. Right. You kind of need like a hot spot where you actually have a park of food trucks part okay so they don't want the lingering of the crowd so i can get i can understand that part okay but if okay. it's like a single soul put tractor who's just selling in the neighborhood i don't see the you know the the um, reason to you know not allow also them impose to this on the yeah yeah not to allow okay. them on to operate because there's technically just like any other shops if you're allowing other shops to open um so should they like a standalone especially okay um, yeah, so it's so, it's been difficult for the food truckers to survive. Yeah. Okay, um, is that still in place now? As you know, that we are we already in well, currently as announced yesterday, <laughs> we're in the third phase. Third phase are you guys yeah. still affected now? Okay, um, there's still hope. Well, the first one was a shocker period. Everybody knows that like, everybody's panicking, everybody's mm -hmm. in shock, everybody's not knowing what they do. But the second phase has also. Um, started i think after the first week when they realized okay there's nothing we can do so we got to right. move on right. so a lot of the food truckers i noticed started selling other things than what ah, is okay. on their menu okay. so they've done whatever whatever they needed to survive some were selling fruits um in bulk some were right. selling um they moved on to fish and anything like a wholesale supply whatever right. it is that they could supply right some right. are still surviving because they actually have a central kitchen or they actually have a restaurant that they okay. operate out of and they just do deliveries and ah, then okay. Um, okay. yeah so those people who actually can still survive on the income from the selling of their food are usually the ones with a high following on their social media okay people who actually have an outlet Okay. And people who are actually have a large networking where they actually manage to get supplies to um, donations, you know, for donations, people who would order from them and then deliver. Right. So and it the, the creative ones, mm. correct. So the creative ones are okay to sell their food, but the, a lot of the other food truckers have pivoted, right. um, selling other things that they could. So I guess that's the, that's the way to go for them. Yeah. And mm. the situation right now is basically to pivot. Um, I mean, 
But do you know of any? Uh, well, you, I'm sure I'm sure there are because you're saying like there are those um, food truck food truck business still continue doing what they were doing. Uh, because they have a large following, you're saying, right? They have a large following. But even then, their sales would have dropped by at least 70%. And they're still going to have to... So that's they're why you say some of them pivoted. Have, yes, some of them pivoted. And some of them have gotten creative and they've gotten... Like I said, I think the donation was the best uh, way to go. Right. Not to say that they're taking advantage, but you're kind of killing... Like people who donate money, right? To yeah, these kind yeah, of people. Yeah, you're killing yeah. two birds in with one stone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're helping small local businesses survive. At the same time, you're also donating to the needy. So yeah, I think it's yeah. such a great idea for this to happen for them, for the right. contractors. Yeah. Right. Wow. I didn't, I didn't realize that they would be impacted as well because I thought they're like under F&B, you know? I, I, yeah. I would understand like... Um, my initial thought, I, I knew about that announcement, how those hawker stalls were not allowed to function. Like my favorite nasi lemak uncle can't, can't sell because he's, you know, he's just like a small, sh- small stall by the roadside. And I can right. understand because it's maybe, you know, too open, too close to everything around it, you know, mm-hmm. um, by the roadside and all that. But I didn't think it would affect food truck because you're kind of like having your own premise. You are preparing food like in your own shop, so-called, mm. right? Yeah. yeah so. And actually, it's much safer because in, op- in a food truck, there's only two people who can operate, two, maximum three. Oh, is it so regulated? Uh, that's regulation, is it? Or space no, will be- li- have to. Li- <laughs> <laughs> you don't need regulation for that. <laughs> Is a regulation for the space okay. like basically you can only fit in two three people at most right, um, right. even at four people is gonna be tough right yeah, yeah, and usually yeah. these are family members it's gonna mm. be the husband and wife working and yeah. people are already living under the same roof so it's not like we're gonna be involving other people right. to come in right, um, right. but however I must yeah. say mm-hmm. um, with the recent bazaar Ramadan is coming up yeah we are going to see a lot more help um, through e-hailing Mm-hmm. Uh, and also for food delivery. So this is okay. how the food truckers are surviving. They're actually uh, registering okay. themselves on the e-hailing platforms. And um, actually our association, uh, KL Food Truck Entrepreneur Association, has um, teamed up with uh, Helpy. So Helpy is another e-hailing provider that's a local base. Um, right. uh, another MEDEC um one of the MEDEC entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. Um, quite good because they're not taking a high margin. Um, ah, okay. So that right, means right. the price can be maintained at a reasonable price for uh, market selling. So oh, um, we've done that um, together with, we're trying to work with DBKL so that this can be implemented um, for all the Bazaar Ramadan that's being cancelled at the moment. Right. right. Uh, everything is going digital, right? I mean, it's cancelled physically, but it's yeah. going digital, I mean, online. Yes. Right. And I think that's the biggest challenge. A lot of food truckers are old mom and pop um, Right, right. Right. Where they upgraded from selling pisang goreng on the street, they've upgraded into a truck. Um, and but they're the same, still same people yeah. who still need a lot of help going digital. Yeah, and I think I that's the biggest challenge that we're seeing. So the ones who thrive are the younger crowd, who the can younger generation. Yeah, who are more well versed using technology and all that. But yeah. with, uh, with this uh, platform you were mentioning earlier, uh, what, what was it again? The one for the healthy. Healthy, yeah. So this, how does it work? Um, this mom and pop food truck, mm-hmm. they sign up with Healthy. They just have to register. There is no onboarding fee, which is okay. a great, um, I think that's a great thing because a lot of e-hailing uh, providers, 
you know, they will charge you for onboarding. Yes. So the onboarding process is almost hassle-free. They guide you. They have a very good, helpful team. And our association, our, our members are doing so much help like because we understand these people they don't they're not IT literate so it's like yeah, yeah. okay come let me help you give me a photo I'll sign up for you so um, I, yeah. my board members are really helping out um, for that uh, and then once they register on the platform their, um, their products will be advertised just like normal and you can right. order and then a right. rider will come collect and that's it it's a very so smooth process. this is also like an app like like a it is an app, yeah. yeah. It is an app that you can sign up for. Um, we're trying to use them as a platform. They've agreed to work with us um, to help out with the Bazaar Ramadan. Okay. Um, so the good thing about this Bazaar Ramadan is that we're trying to get all these small little uh, street sellers who are not able to open their kema, their, you know, yeah, the, the yeah, normal yeah. Pasar Ramadan. Yeah. So they will just consign, do a consignment where they put all their uh, menu and whatever dishes that they're selling mm-hmm. onto the food truck and the right. food truck will become the outlet. So uh, that was that's okay. the idea of having this mini Bazaar Ramadan. So a lot of um, worries out there is like, what's the whole point? You're replacing a food truck with a Bazaar Ramadan. People mm-hmm. are still going to crowd. Mm-hmm. Well, there'll be less sellers. That's number right. one. Right. Because everything will be like instead of 10 consolidated, trucks, right? It will be all consolidated into let's say yeah. only three trucks or four mm, trucks. Mm, mm. But all the kueh mueh will be there, all your roti john will be there, all your yeah, ayakatira, yeah. and all this. Okay, now I'm making myself hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all the things that you want. Good thing it's not Ramadan yet, lah. I can still go <laughs> makan after this. <laughs> <laughs> but you can imagine, right? It's like all the food will be there still on a right. smaller scale with lesser people to sell. So. We're hoping that this will work out. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there any? Are there any plans of making this uh, platform that you mentioned help help be going beyond this uh, Ramadan period? Definitely, because yeah. we also number one, we also don't know how long the uh, MCO is going to be. Like, yeah, it's going to be, and then but even after that, I'm pretty sure you know we're entering a new norm. This is not yeah. going to, you know, this is not going to suddenly just change overnight after the MCO is lifted. Mm-hmm. People are still going to be wary, and yeah. I'm sure the government is going to take precautions and not allow every business to operate at the single time. At the same yeah. time, um, so I'm sure this whole digitalization is not going to die after MCO. Yeah, um, Helpy is still going to be around. We're definitely going to be using them even after MCO and after Ramadan, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we're just moving, we're entering a new norm. That's what, yep. that's what yep. PM that's what, Yeah, that's what he said yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's great what you guys are doing. It's really wonderful. I, I, I foresee that a lot of food truck owners, especially the mom and pops, one that you're saying, who are mm. uh, less familiar with digital, with, with going online and all this, mm. it, would mean a, it would mean a lot to them, right? It will help be. them very much. Um, any other ways currently for, well, you've mentioned so far that uh, one of the ways is that, you know, basically the, 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 the summary of what you're, you're saying is that you need to pivot mm. during this time, mm. right? Yep. Um, and the secondly, to use this, this uh, like e-hailing uh, platform. Platforms to yeah. help distribute your food. Go Any, online, basically. Go online, yeah. Another one. Is there something else, anything else that they can do during this time for food truck owners? I've always thought sometimes you know God arranges things to happen for a reason. I mean, not not for a reason. Of course, there's always a reason. Hmm. And 
my my mantra this month. <laughs> for oh, wait, 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 no, no, save the mantra because I actually okay, I won't save the mantra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not the mantra. My my personal take on things during MTO right. is yeah. um, I only have three options: I either push, I either pause, or I pivot. Right. So three P's. Regard the three P's. There's only three things that you can do. You either push your business, keep promoting, keep pushing, hoping people buy. If you're a service provider, you just sell e-vouchers as much as possible, trying to get money in, trying to get the future bookings come in. Right. Or you can pivot and right. switch to another business for now, find right. something. Because you never know. You never know that this could be the opening of a new um, business venture, the new yeah. opening, you know, it's a new journey for you. You yeah. never know. So pivot yeah. or you can actually pause. Right. So now pausing is scary for a lot of people when they don't have the resources to pause. Yeah. yeah. However, if you do, and if you can, and if you can afford the, you know, the, um, the time and the money step to do back. pause, yeah. step yeah. back. I think this is the best time because, um, you know, Entrepreneurs have always been working. It's like they they don't they don't work like anybody else. You don't have off days. Yeah, that's even true. during your off days, you're actually on a holiday with the kids. <laughs> you're still working. You know, yeah. there's no yeah. such thing as pausing. But this is like the time when the whole world halts and pauses for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So that you can also just pause. The kids, you no longer have to worry about. Okay, they they're given homework, and sometimes I'm thinking, okay, I'm drowning in their homework. Right? I'm I am drowning with their homework. <laughs> I so feel you. Like, yeah. So I'm like, we have five days of homework. Guess what? We're only gonna do two full days of homework. The rest of the three days, you guys are gonna do whatever. So I do that. Yeah, yeah. So, I I don't see the sense of necessarily having to work every single day during this MCO because the entire world has stopped. Yeah, my yeah. expenses has actually reduced by a whole lot from yeah. not going out, yeah. you know. So all of these means that I can actually pause. I can actually stop at least for two days out of a week yeah, yeah, and relook yeah. at what I want to do and relook at my objectives and goals in life. It allows you to plan your, your business as well, right? Yes. See what's working last week That's and how you can right. change things uh, in the next this coming week. week. Yeah. 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 And it's not just that. You can actually look back and you know what? If this is going to be the new norm, what am I going to do for the next few months that's going to start is there yeah, any new business yeah. i can venture in yeah, is yeah, there a new yeah. opportunity that i can you know um enter into so yeah, yeah. and partnerships have been built over this period this three weeks i've actually yeah. done a few partnerships new partnerships so right right how can you can you elaborate a bit more on that what sort of partnerships okay well number one um i'm also in the postnatal industry Okay. So I actually do have a postnatal spa running in Bangi. Right. Um, but because I'm in the food truck industry, I get to know all these central kitchens, right? Yeah, yeah. So the one thing that we cannot do is provide services to these people who are confined at home. So what I've done is okay. I'm working with a central kitchen to create confinement food ah. to be delivered to the mummies that we have. So my, you know, so we're kind of like cross-promoting here, but at the same time being a JV. Yeah, yeah. So these kind of things... It's awesome. Like, I wouldn't even be able to think about it because I'll be in a panic mode. If I'm in a panic uh, mode um, position, I wouldn't even think about this. But yeah. because I was able to step back and look at all the resources that I have, mm -hmm. I was able to pick this one and this one. Okay, can you guys work? If you guys can work, great. Then right. we'll just marry you off and 
there we go. We have a new right, business right, coming right, out. And, right. and this is not going to stop only during MCO. This is something that I'm planning for future. Yeah, it's long term. You know, yeah. It's a long term business. It's like, I'm, I'm going to do this. And I'm, I'm, if I'm going to do this, then I'm also just plan for it um, to last for a while at least. So that's what you mean by pause. You don't necessarily have to stop. What the word no. you use is pause, not stop. In case some people might be thinking like, oh yeah, okay, great for you. You're able to not work and, and you know, live comfortably. But some people might say like, oh, I, I can't afford to do that. So just to clarify, you're not saying to stop. You're saying no, not pause um, so that it allows you to evaluate things and plan Correct. better. Instead of going into panic mode, right? Yes. Uh, so when you step back, you can see things more objectively. Correct. And panic mode, there's four P's already. You either panic, you either push. <laughs> we don't want panic. And, and, and the other one, five. Partnership. Five. Partnership, that's right. So we eventually come up with five, five P's. Five P's. Five P's, yeah. So you're right. It's like at first stage, I think everyone panic. Yeah. And then everybody Natur- naturally, yeah, naturally. Naturally. And yeah. I don't blame them. I mean, I have four kids to feed and my business solely lies on whatever I can sell out there, right? So yeah. yeah. Uh, you you definitely go into a panic mode for a while, but sometimes you just need to be hit to just like do do you know you just yeah. sit and not go anywhere and you look at what business that's is. true okay yeah. okay all right now now we're gonna go to okay no I'm not gonna go to the mantra yet because <laughs> I would like to save that mantra <laughs> right at the end now, at the end, okay. um, as you know that the the title of this show is must yourself revamp your life now right. can you share with me the one thing I know mean, I'm sure you've mastered a lot of things as we all have, you know, as we, we go through experiences, mm. we've mastered a lot of things. But mm. right now, when I mention this question, what's the first thing that comes to mind? The one thing that you've mastered uh, in your life or in your business, which mm. you find is most applicable for you to uh, apply, uh, the most applicable during this time. During this time. Okay. Mm. I actually have three. Um, one, I've always known, I've always been told I'm resourceful. I've never really thought about it because I don't know where. Yeah, I can I can vouch from. for that. <laughs> <laughs> from, from from the from the time that I first met you, we first met. If you remember, uh, WIF Women's yeah. Retreat. I can't remember yeah. what year was that. Probably yeah. 2015 or something. 15, yeah. And we were put in the same group uh, to mm. work on a, a pitch, right? Yeah. And yeah. even then, from working with you during those uh, what three days. I knew like, wow, this Hannah, she's resourceful. <laughs> See, so I, didn't I, can, I, can, I can vouch I can vouch for that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So so I'm not lying when I said that well people say I'm resourceful. So I think yeah. that has helped a lot um during being times resourceful. Like this, yeah. being resourceful. Okay. But um I've also recently learned to be okay with nothing. Okay. Meaning okay. I um I mean the word is actually red though. And um, it's it's okay. Like, what's the worst that can happen has always been, um, you know, playing in my mind. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? But also, I do realize how lucky I am because I still have parents to fall into. I still have a network of um, friends and and um, you know the people I've met. So I actually have backup. But that also shows how important it is to have these little circles in your life. You have your support system. You basically. have to have a support mm-hmm. system. So that once you have that support system, then you're okay to be with not nothing. To be, yeah, to, to, to be like, it's okay not to have things you're saying. Yeah. Because you have your support around you. Because you already have support around you. Nobody and yeah. people who love you will not see you fall down. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. had friends. I'm with my parents on a daily basis. Are you guys okay? Do you need money? And I'm like, 
inshallah I'll be okay but right. you know it's sad that you know the parents are still worrying about their kids who's like almost 40 <laughs> <laughs> no I think but, parents being parents uh, my, ourselves included I'm sure when we get to their age no matter how old our kids are we're, I'm sure we're gonna do the same thing we're probably gonna do the same thing yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so yeah that's the one thing like to be okay and just you know just live with what you have mm-hmm. and um, I've also learned over time to be the person who's the calm in the storm so ah, okay you, it, it, it works if somebody else is in a panic, panic mode. mode I'm the one who's calm but if, if it hits myself then I need somebody else to be the to calm be. person yeah, yeah. yeah but naturally, I've always been the calm yeah. person yeah I've always that's why I guess that's why it forced me to become resourceful at, at times and um because people just rely on you to like now what now what and I've always right. found myself in that position it doesn't matter where I go it's always been that I've always found myself in that position that people come up to me and said now what so okay. being resourceful also requires you to be calm. That's true. Um, Otherwise, you're gonna be like, like I'm. I'm also going through the same thing you're going through, and you're coming to me and now. I have like extra things to kind of yes. like work, sort of like can be concerned with. So right. if you're not calm, you're gonna go like, ah, <laughs> yeah, freak out. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So those are the three things that have the three. I wouldn't these are skills that you don't get to learn unfortunately yeah you don't go to a class to learn how to become resourceful you don't go to a class to become calm even even though i am a stress management facilitator i cannot teach that you're just gonna have to practice it over time so i think just expose yourself out there and you know just face whatever it is that you need to face and these skills will build you up in over time i like that I like that very much, Anna. Okay, so all right, we are coming to the end of the show. So this is what the da da da. Where I'm gonna ask you the question: What is the one mantra, or what's your mantra, or or quote that you live by, uh, be, be in your personal life or in our context today as a food truck business owner? Okay, this is going to sound going. It's going to sound so cliche, right? Right. I love cliches because I think cliches are the truth because that's why everybody's saying it because it's the truth. Yeah. Because yeah, it's being said so many times. So it's, there's got to be some truth there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my mantra has always been, you got to do what you got to do. Right. Right. So right. There's nothing else you can do except for whatever, whatever it is that you have to do. So like people go hide sometimes mm-hmm. people try and deny mm-hmm. by the end of the day when the thing comes, you just have to do it. You just have to face it. I like so that. You too. gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do. All right. Okay. So that basically wraps up um, our our episode today with Hannah Halim. Now, Hannah, before uh, we end this episode today, before we say goodbye, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is there anything that you wanna any parting words or anything you wanna share with the audience about if your business? <laughs> okay. Um, Food truck used to be such a glamorous job right. because people think that, oh, I get to go out at night, lepa, and, you know, might as well do it. Right. It isn't so glamorous once you're into it. Right. However, if your passion is about creating food, serving people, making people be happy, then it is a worthwhile investment um, for you to come in. So it is not an invest, a business investment. So bis- people who are into investments, don't invest in a food truck. Right. But for entrepreneurs, 
who you want to be out there being hands-on, serving people, this is the business for you. Especially if you like food, like me. <laughs> so do I. So do I. I love so food too. All right. <laughs> well, All you right. can come on to um, uh, join us as an apprentice for one day. And so for one day? On you guys do isn't that? that, isn't that? Yes, we do. We have programs where you just join one day. I mean, oh, everybody okay. can uh, be open to a helping hand. So ah, okay, day, okay. So. I'm just consider doing that and, and take my kids when your kids are around, especially. I think he would love to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's a bit of hesitation. There. Okay, <laughs> never mind. We shall we shall discuss this off screen after this. Okay. So, but don't go away. All right. Let me just uh, say a quick goodbye to our audience. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. If you like the kind of things that I share, I would love to have you as a subscriber. So go on ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if you like this week's episode, please do share it with your family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, whoever else that you can think of where this could be of benefit to them. I release a new episode every Monday. So remember to catch me again next week.